targeted me on purpose. You're gonna have a field day. No, aren't no, you? I, I, I want you to be on rule zero because you you provide a younger person's perspective. Why? Um, thank you. Controversial. You know, getting blocked on because even though me and John look <clears throat> davishingly handsome and young for our age, we're very old. He's I'm fifty-five. I'm fifty-four. You know. <laughs> I'm hey, just get, twenty-five. Wait a minute. You get rid of your. Uh, um babushka yeah. do okay, yeah what we give us the full effect here fitch i mean yeah. what what you, you can't right. <laughs> all right who's got who's got yeah. youtube playing in the background My too. that's fitch fitch turn <laughs> off the youtube in the background that's not me hang on we'll find out that was me checky checked one I think might be Jack. Jack, don't mute yours while I'm muting Fitch. I think we got it. Cool. Whatever happened. So, um, <clears throat> so Jack, I'm trying. I'm confused. Well, by the way, welcome everybody to the show. We're waiting for the old people who, when they say, say, I don't know what you guys mean when I say 11:30 Eastern Standard Time. That means we start. Apparently, that means people just start showing up to the church, and maybe the pastor gets around to starting the sermon. With you know, but half of them are Canadians. But today's uh, Rule Zero episode is brought to you by the official John Fitch mug. Uh, that that is a hell of a mug there. Um, what's uh, what inspired your uh, easy writer up. motif today? Oh man, I just uh, it's been getting brighter and sunnier out here, and I've been trying to lean out. I've been trying to lean out because uh, I bulked last year, and now I'm trying to get jacked for the summer. It's gonna be a jack boy summer, and. Uh, it's not easy. It's not easy to to lose the weight with all this kids' food and snacks around. Oh yeah. yeah. So uh, I've been working out extra, and I forgot I had these when we started the the COVID stuff, and uh, we use those as masks. Mm. But then I realized they worked as good headbands, and uh, my hair is getting so long that it, it gets in the eyes when I'm trying to do bag work or other crap. So I put on the I put on the headband that keeps the hair back. What are if you're trying to lean up, are you doing cardio or what? Yes, added some added some cardio. I do some hit cardio. <clears throat> I have all my own Fitch program stuff, Fitch Smash. I just I just did my own. I made up my own stuff. I don't follow anybody else's protocols. I out of, out of curiosity, I, I mean, any working out will improve someone else. Is that really tailored to you, or would you was it tailored to, like if if Jack picked it up or I picked it up? I'm sure we would see results. But yeah, how much is anybody it anybody can do it? Yeah, you but it, it, I designed my stuff to be able to do the workouts I wanted to do, be healthy, be strong, look good, and be able to fight. So there's a lot of uh, like martial arts mindset to it. Doing things regularly, like I don't, I don't, I don't do like bodybuilder type lifts. I'm not, I'm not in there for like two hours lifting to failure and tearing down one like muscle group. Mm. I, I, I do three to four lifts six days a week in order to minimize like uh, the recovery that I need to recover from the, from the lifting. All right. So I can do other workouts, but like, it's just, it's just convenient. I had, a, I had a guy I taught yesterday and, we did 30, 32 minutes of lifting, and then the rest was um, I held mitts for him. Mm. So that's basically a hit, hit cardio workout because he's doing little sprints. I, um, I'm in a bodybuilding competition, for lack of a better word. It, uh, <clears throat> that sounds too euphemistic, but uh, there's, I'm going up against. <laughs> hey, you know, 
What time is go, it? Don't you, to go to bed? Don't, you get, don't you get to go to bed pretty soon there? I'm going to get to you later. Don't worry. I got, I got some things for you when I'm done dealing with Mr. Roper over here, whoever the hell he is, <clears throat> Mr. Vietnam vet. Um, so I'm in a competition. And uh, it's only a one. It's a bet. Me versus James Streisand, who looks better with the shirt off by July 15th. And I have lost an inch and a half around my waist, but no, my weight hasn't gone down. And I'll, I'm not kidding, man. It's just it's a lie. Weight is a lie. Somebody, somebody put up a funny uh, meme the other day about there's some fat girl wrote something on her back about weight is not an indicator of health. They always trick you with the words. Yeah, you're you're right. Weight isn't an indicator of good health, but body fat is. Mm. Body fat percentage, and 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 belly fat especially. Oh yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. belly fat and body fat are not healthy. The thing is, though, they go with the BMI standards, and indeed, like when you have high muscle mass, you're gonna weigh heavier, so the BMI gets skewed. But hey. if you are overweight, then the skill could be like a good measuring point for yourself. The, but overall, which is right, yeah. Most most fitness people I know and athletes don't subscribe to the BMI, anyways. They do mm. not care. Mirror the best. That's, that's, that's the best. Layman, layman terms, yeah. You take pictures of yourself. Yeah, yeah, every week. That's where that's where it's going to be because a lot of times, if you've never worked out and you start lifting weights, you're going to put on weight. Yeah, you're going to put on weight. You you might. Well, anyway, anyway, more. back back to the point about me yeah. that I was trying to make. Oh, okay. Sorry, you know. Okay, you you two you two in the peanut yeah. gallery here. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I I cannot endorse enough because Jack, you're you're just coming out of winter, and John, I didn't know it was that cold in San Jose. But man, going oh. to Vegas where it's warm and live, you can go outside. Vegas. Yeah, if you could go outside and there's hiking, holy cow, does that make a difference? Because you're like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. You really want to get outside and just do. And it, you'll you'll drop at least you can 10 get, pounds. You can go to elevation fast. too, short drive. You can get it to elevation fast. Is elevation good for what? I uh, Anything. Okay, I'm not a scientist. So that's for sure. Okay. <laughs> we were worried. We were confused. Something, about there, something that I've noticed as an athlete, um, as a world champion athlete, is that when you put your body into extreme conditions, like there's usually a lot of benefit if you do it right. So going uh, into altitude, mm -hmm. lessening the amount of oxygen you have access to, I think definitely pushes you in a way that you're not going to get at, at sea level. Mm. Well, cool. Well, when you guys come out, we'll have to go up to the to the uh, Mount Charleston, uh, Mount Griffith area. Because you ever, man, you ever seen a fat Sherpa? No, <laughs> I've seen a fat Shirley, but not a fat Sherpa. That's because they're carrying Karen's luggage. I love it when these people go to Machu Picchu. Like I did Machu Picchu. It's like you weren't even carrying some little, some little guy's yeah. got all their package. Some shit other on. mule. Yeah, he's got your eighty pounds of gear. And uh, yeah, you made it to Machu Picchu, but Jose over there is like, like Rambo for God's sake. Jose um, is carrying the tourism of that entire country right there. He is the um, real American hero. He is. He is. Oh, uh, so Jack, I was trying to figure out why you look different. I'm like, what the hell did Jack do? And you know what you did? Tell me. You, you got rid of that stupid beanie. That's what it was. I could actually see your hair. I'm like, why does Jack? I mean, did he did he gain weight? Did he lose weight? Did he did he get laid? What happened? Something <laughs> different. I mean, 
And like, you don't have that stupid half sock on your head. I know. The the funny thing is, though, the beanie is actually the hair, but my hair just decided to take a different shape today. Just for you. you Just for you. Hell of a comb there. Look at that. Look at that swath of hair. I know. Skater. It it feels great to be young, you know. Not that 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 short stuff you have on your head. Throw it all out in case Mm. it's either going to fall out or turn gray. Well, let me see where the where the hell the older people are. Hey, by the way, can we can we use this quick moment to wish uh, Rolo a happy birthday, which is today or the fourth of April? Is it his birthday? Somewhere around here, somewhere around these times, it's his birthday, and since he's not here. Yeah. Why did it say live in eight minutes forty seven seconds? No, we are live. For We've been live for eight minutes, minutes. forty seven seconds. All right. <laughs> I was wondering if I got the times wrong. I, I I took lots of time, like you know, science NASA scientist level was, chalkboard you math. You started, you started you did an hour warm up show before <laughs> started. Uh, John, John, do you know that Aaron Clary is a professional podcaster? Professional. Professional. He has been doing this for years. Peak, peak performance right here, right here. This is this is it, man. You know why that's gonna say seven minutes and forty eight seconds? What scares me is there's gonna be some damn college out there offering a course on podcasting and internet personality and YouTubing. It'll be social justice podcasting. It'll be what? It'll be social justice podcasting. Yeah, but uh, and no doubt it will because that's most of what the young kids out of college will do. But my gosh, there it it's coming. The day is coming where you're going to have some academic yuts uh, who doesn't run a successful podcast, maybe has a channel, and they're going to mm-hmm. go through some kind of it'll, it'll spur off from marketing, I think. Sure. And some kids are going to sign up for it. They're going to maybe the School of Arts are going to offer it. I don't know, but that's but it's coming. Majority of of that's the majority of academia. Isn't it a bunch of people who are specialists at their academic yeah. studies, but they don't do shit else in yeah. the world? That's college. And here's why Joe Rogan is wrong. <laughs> here's why Joe Rogan is wrong. <laughs> These yeah. people, man. I've never, I've never run a business, but <laughs> see, I love it. I love. See, I wish I got into more arguments, but I'm not social enough, and you don't go out in person. I'm getting too old, but I would love to be. Plop down in a group. I still of, fantasize about being social sometimes. Yeah, you know, but just just to have <laughs> one of my favorite lines is, "Yeah, I'm no economist." Oh wait, I, you know, and then just pow 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 pow. And um, but I don't know something about people sense that you're not gonna let them run roughshod over you, and no one argues with me anymore. And so it's a mm. uh, it's kind of interesting. Well, I, I think that's most most people today do not push back against anything. Mm. You know, they have a a hard time pushing back. I don't know. Well, if I can give my two cents out there, because we we run in circles, certain circles, so we're not used to seeing. Because I got kind of plopped down into like norm normie land Mm -hmm. Uh, last night. I went to a uh, a rock climbing like studio. (laughs) It was a thing for the kids. We had an event, but uh, it's a big warehouse with walls and shit everywhere, and Mm. Yeah, you know, it was. It looked like a good place for younger people um, to mingle and meet and whatever. And and they're mostly fit. And they're fit people because you got to like pull yourself up off the ground. Sure, rock climbers are 
Yeah. Right. <clears throat> uh, but they're still kind of soft. They're still really soft. They're not like, you know, <clears throat> I'm used to seeing like Jim Bro fighters and stuff. But right. Like, You're you might be a little bit more in the. Yeah. So like these people, you know, they're in shape, but they're, 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 they're not they're not fat blobs. They're not just video game players. Like they actually do some physical stuff. <clears throat> and man, it's just you still you feel you feel this level of soy. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's kind of what it's I wanted thick. to say. It's thick. You're just like, man, it's, it's just you, you. You know, you'd like to think that you could hang out with these people, but you just you overhear can't. some of the, some of the conversations. Just not 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 there. The guys are all super weird around the girls that are mm -hmm. there, even you though know? they got a six pack. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. and you know, some of the guys are good looking or whatever, and and the, yeah, they're still like have no idea you can tell them you can see it you can see them get tense stuff i probably wouldn't have noticed before but you can see them kind of get tense when there's a girl well, you dress like right? that i might get a little tense if i saw some weirdo walking to the gym like yeah but. yeah just walking around holding shoes <laughs> Dude, i'm surprised you didn't make a tropic thunder joke who's he dressed like in tropic thunder no like an, a, a vietnam war veteran like, sure, you are a true american <laughs> you are a true american hero but let me do my fucking sure. job let me do my job I made the boys watch uh, Top Gun last night. Oh yeah, my... have they never seen it? Um, they're only like eight and ten, so. Oh, that's the perfect age for them to yeah. see that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But with the arguing, John and uh, Clary, it's like I'm at that point where I don't want to argue anymore. It's like I know you're wrong, and I've experienced why you're wrong, but you're not going to listen to me anyway. So you know what? You're right. You are absolutely right. Please jump off that cliff. Have fun. You know what? Get that heart attack. Yeah, but you see, here's here's the and and I understand that because I had to get to that point inevitably. But sometimes Obi Wan Kenobi just wants to beat some ass. You know, like I don't want to be like all peaceful Leo McGregor. Yeah, like McInnes. Oh yeah, the way of the food. No, oh, if you strike me down, like sometimes you get pissed off. You want to just start cracking some skulls in in a debate. But the the opportunity and it's so easy because they're so dumb. But you have to you have to do it precisely. You can't convince them. What you have to do is make them look like complete mm -hmm. idiots that they are. So yeah, there's the, you're not going to win the argument, but you can make them look like a fool. Um, but it it's um, those opportunities are very rare. I was going to say though, if you guys were ever interested in in climb, rock climbing, and I mean cliffs, not just you know uh, bouldering uh, is the other word, but. Uh, Calico Basin, which is on the west side of Vegas, um, there's that's these kids come from all around. Uh, you see licensed places from New York, Arkansas, Alaska, Vermont. They all come to this place, and you can see the chalk prints on on the sides of the cliffs where they're climbing. But Fitch is 100% right. Like, I go through there. Now, all these kids are having fun. These guys are all in great shape. They could all easily beat the ever-living crap out of me. But you get there, and, yeah, it's kind of like a little – not totally hippie, but an element of a hippie commie commune because they bring their pads. <clears throat> so if they fall, they land on the mat. And the girls are in shape, but, you know, I know we criticize the boys for looking sore, but you look at these girls like, okay, you got a great body, but your face would prevent you from wearing a dress. Like you just don't look happy here. Like you guys have three days off. You drove all the way here. This must be some kind of Mecca. Shouldn't you be happy yeah, and smiling? Crying. And they're just, they're just I, not smiling. Yes. Yes. Go ahead. Jack. How doggy style was invented. <clears throat> 
If they were I'd giving you doggy style, though, they'd be smiling more. That's the problem. Is there? They went to do some super masculine ass shit to find a masculine man to fuck them, mm. <laughs> and they got soy. And they're <laughs> like an American. These, they're climbing up these fucking rocks, pissed. Like fucking, I just want some goddamn dick. <laughs> Climb this rock. <laughs> I can see it. It'd be like a movie scene, but it'd have to be like a multi scene. Like they're they're driving all the way from Vermont, and she's like, she goes through her mind. I'm finally gonna get to that. Like she's just sexually frustrated in the middle of the desert, hiking here with this stupid pack. No one's gonna. He's just sitting there. He won't even reach out to me. And I will find my instructor, and he will bang the ever-loving shit out of me, and I will remember it three ways from Sundays. He will. And then she gets there, and it's like, "Hi, I'm Tony, and today we're." <laughs> Let's get let's yeah, get that was one of the things that was triggering me last night. I was like, the guys, when I did hear them speak, there was a lot of like the soy inflection, a lot of high pitched, you know, tall, muscular guys like climbing around like a gorilla and stuff. And you're like, damn, that dude's a stud. And he's like, oh my god, I almost missed a grip. I couldn't, I couldn't pull myself up. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if you guys got gay friends, but my gay friends, you know how they sound. I'm here, right. Yeah, well, like, they sound like normal people. Happy, you're my gay friend. <laughs> yeah, gay best buds forever, super friends, or whatever the heck the My Little Pony thing is. God, would that be hilarious? Some somebody out there could totally, masterfully uh, skewer you and me doing a meme of like My Little Pony, but call one Jack and the other one Aaron. That Don't I would give him ideas. I'd love to see that follower. Remember the time <clears throat> you you were. You got a good one on me, and I can't remember what it was, but it was so good. You thought, "Oh God, baby, I went too far," and I retweeted it because I found it so funny. Oh yeah, he's. Yeah. I don't think anyone could oh, really. The one with um, what was it? Is this beating dogs? Was that the no, one? No, no. There was one. Now like, I ain't gay, me. but my yeah. boyfriend's dick. <laughs> That's something <laughs> like that. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, oh, I still have that. <laughs> uh, so I don't know where everybody else is. I, I said we are on it's 11:30, now, East Coast time. Uh Paul, the military man, is of course late. Even though he says gonna be I don't know where Ryan is. Ryan usually never misses these. And Roll said he was gonna be on, but um, let's go through the super chats and I guess we'll just get going here. Uh, because mm-hmm. as much as people would love to hear us talk about sexually frustrated women climbing climbing rocks in the desert, Juan the Aztec patriarch just says hi for two bucks. Um, holy cow, look at all this chat going on. Jeez. Um, uh, let's I see. didn't realize there's that many. Look, 255 people. Don DeMarco, two bucks. Guys, read Cappy's books, they're awesome. Read, yeah, you two guys should read my books, they're really awesome. Reads mm, red pill, red pill. You guys got any, anything? One. You guys got anything coming out this year? This year, this year. <laughs> Mm, not well, really. I mean, I got the uh, monthly consultation course going on, going on right now. I'm opening a couple of spots later on for that. Mm. Other than that, maybe I'm narrating some Boomer's book, but that's not sure yet. Yeah, uh, uh, not sure. I need to... uh, hey, Paul's in the house. What's up, Paul? What up, guys? I'm going to hire Jack to narrate a book of mine. I have a book. I still know how to publish it. I'm not smart like Kevin. What do you mean? You, know, how, you have it written? Dude, I have like almost 1,100 pages written. I just got to edit through. And it's going to be three volumes. I have it sitting in my community just for people to read it. It's well, sweet. Wait, wait, wait. You it's actually pretty ed- good. 
You just need an <laughs> editor? I, yeah, I got to edit like stuff for me because there's like uh-huh. some stuff in there that's a little bit like it might, you know, dime somebody out <laughs> like kind of on a All personal right. story you, or something. You have, so you have there's to go that. through it. You have to go through. I got to go through it. it and then uh, I got to figure man. out what things to do to get, okay. <laughs> to get it. Up go, there. go hit up Nick August from Punch Riot. He's okay. um, he's going to edit Ryan's new book as well. And he edited the first one, too, after Ryan got catfished by some uh, guy on Amazon. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I, uh, well, I got, the best the author supreme over here is right here. <laughs> so I'll, I'll just get Aaron's advice. I'll just tell you. Get, ask Aaron, you, what do I do? Well, next? no, I was gonna I was gonna recommend an <laughs> editor if if you're up for um the grammar editing and all that. If you're at that stage, I got I got an editor yeah. I can recommend. But yeah, go with Nick because my editor is real busy. By the way, oh, okay. um, we we all I don't know if you two guys know uh, T J Martinell, but Jack does. Uh, but I am a fan of T J Martinell. You get tjmartinell.com. Never hire him to do editing. Even though the guy is a journalist, you never hire him to do editing. And you know why? Why? Because he's a journalist. (laughs) Well, you send over your manuscript, right? It's black and white. White paper, black ink. You know how he'll make his corrections? (laughs) How? Dark blue. Yeah. He'll he'll edit it. And not not on, on paper, like he'll send you back the digital document and he'll just change the correct things to dark blue. So when you're going through it, you don't see any of the edits. So, um, yeah, just don't. And he'll he'll only do like he'll spell out numbers instead of letting right. the numbers be. And then I went and had my regular editor go through, found at least 100 mistakes I made that TJ didn't catch. So, yeah, don't, don't bother going with TJ. He's got great books. Right. Um, oh, my yeah, this is interesting. My book situation was a complete accident. So, but it turned out sweet. I was in a Cooper's community when I was in Afghanistan and mm. I was just answering because it helped me sleep. And I mm. like writing, it's like cathartic. So mm. I would just write to sort of, you know, bring myself into a, a better, you know, chill state to be able to go to sleep after missions and stuff like that. Right. Mm. And I was answering people's questions about, you know, girl stuff and whatever. Right. And then I had a, a friend, well, his friend now, um, guy's name's Chris. And at the time he was like, a, he would, had been a pilot. He had gotten zeroed out twice by different women was just at the end of it. He was like at the end, you know? And, um, he was like, man, if I could just sort of embody, like get this information and just apply it, like I would be so much better. So he was, archiving my stuff really and then he hits right so he hits me up like a couple months into it he goes hey man i've been archived i've just been saving your posts do you mind if i like put it in a file or something the richest community i'm like yeah sure man that sounds cool and then it turned into this thing where like people it was like a q a situation so it's all these like vignettes I'm basically yeah. how to yeah how to be like a Chad basically, but it's all these vignettes, you know. And it turned out sweet. <laughs> and it's so long, dude. If they if they published it in one Kindle book, it'd be like a thousand some pages. It's yeah, stupid. you have to it's break that like, down. If the limit oh, yeah. is like eight hundred pages on Amazon or something. So. Oh yeah, but I, I owe Chris a lot because he he chat labeled each chapter archive like so he would have like things categorized like he did wow. all this work, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's was, a, uh, just- Godsend. <laughs> change, change names, dates, and locations. That's you what know, I and that's it. Yep. And then, man, you got you got yourself a nice little uh, um, was yeah. it passive passive income. 
you know. For sure, passive income, but it, it's, you know, but it helps out. I mean, I think it helps out a lot of dudes, man. I get a lot of good, I've gotten tons of good feedback in the places I've had it up because I've had it up in Rich's community and then I have a, I have my community now for the frame and frame and seduction stuff. And people are like, oh man, I'm going through this. This is really cool. I'm like, sweet. <laughs> you know, your, so, uh, <laughs> your video course is pretty good as well. Yeah. Thanks, man. Oh, man. <laughs> no, yeah. no problem. I, I mean, I get very in depth. I want to over deliver and really help these dudes out. Like my uh, seduction frame material is probably going to be 40 hours worth of video stuff. By the time oh, I'm done, I'm, I'm doing it like every, every week I'm throwing new modules out. Hey, that I have hey, outlined. Yeah. What up? Before I forget, um, do you do uh, consultations one-on-one -on -one for guys with like mental issues or are you not a licensed therapist type? I don't act in the capacity of okay. a licensed therapist, but right. I can as a coach. So if somebody has something diagnosable, they just have them send me like a message of what there is they're looking for. If there's, it's diagnosable, I have to make sure that they're getting the mental health care that they need. Right, right. But from that point, I do get a lot of guys with anxiety. There's a big one. Depression. They need an things. ear. Yeah, not just needing an ear, but I give them an action plan of what okay. they can do. Because like a lot of therapists are not, they're, they're backing up a psychiatrist to give them meds, basically. Mm. Or they're using their protocol of uh, therapy to make sure they don't hurt themselves, essentially. Which is obviously good, but a lot of times most therapists aren't giving them an action plan of how to get out of that, you know, that mental loop that they're caught in. And mm. so what things to do every day to kind of you know, recondition that neural response. Right. Well, we don't, we don't need to go into yeah. neuroscience. No, no, we yet. don't have to do that stuff, but that's I got, what it I, is. Though. The reason I ask is I got a book out and I'm, oh, yeah. and I recommend go see a therapist. And yes. I promoted Dr. David Maloney and Sean Smith. Well, both those guys are booked solid. And, and so yeah. it's like, well, God, I don't know any other therapist, but you know, you'll, you'll do in a pinch. You'll, it's you'll scare so, little right. children. Yeah. <laughs> I'll scare him. <laughs> uh, Thor, you guys know Thor, right? Thor's the man. Hell yeah. Thor's the man. Cappy, nice to see you hosting and talking smack this fine Saturday morning. Thanks, Thor. Say hi to your wife, Missy. Also, um, if you guys didn't know, all 284 of you listening, uh, his wife, Missy, got an unfortunate accident, was paralyzed from the neck down. Thankfully, through a miracle, she got feeling again and is slowly regaining her ability to walk they have medical bills and if you would kindly donate some money to them you can just search thor missy two unique names gofundme you'll land right at their gofundme page thor missy gofundme um before you drop some money on some booze or dog girl saw how about you toss them a couple bucks because they could actually use it uh let's i'm just going to clean up the, the the super chats and then we'll get going here um, and I don't know where our regular list of all stars are. Uh, Glenn, you carry this dude. Yeah, we can. Yeah, about? no, I know, I know. I just, I just wanted to leave it open because I don't want to introduce the topic and then like have real quick. Hey guys, what's going on? Hey, what are we talking yeah. about? We Ian, got Jack Ian, here. We can carry anything with Jack. Me and Robert Kiyosaki <laughs> holding hands, walking down by we the can river. Do it. You know? yeah, we can do it. We have, right? we have Rolo the third here. Uh, Glenn Lawrence, five bucks. A gorilla in a world of chimps. Thank you, Glenn. Uh, BJ Tucker, five bucks, five bucks. Perkins Fund, thank you. Thank you, Perkins, Perkins. is the best. Get it. And uh, Glenn Lawrence again. Paul, help me with my uh, shit. Therapists are a joke, but Paul got me results. Good. Well, see, but you can, that's what I like about what we can do is our hands are not tied behind the back 
yes. politically or professionally where right. a therapist, I guarantee you every therapist wants to reach out, slap their clients across the face saying, stop being a fucking pussy. <laughs> uh, but they can't do that. We can. Yeah. We mm -hmm. can. Right. No. Yeah. And, and it's just, you're not as limited. I'm not limited to what the APA or what the, if I was a counselor with the, you know, counseling licensed professional counseling lesson, uh, licensing, you know, board has to say when you're in a, when you're in coaching capacity and, yeah. and that's it. You know, the only thing is you just can't for legal reasons deal with, you can't be genuine mental disorder. Yeah. You can't treat. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. But, but you can tell most people aren't in a state of needing treatment for like some, something that's diagnosable on the DSM. They're mm -hmm. more in a state of needing help for problems. It's really right. just that, you know, they're normal functioning people, but they have anxiety. You right. know, that's different than someone who's has such crippling anxiety that they can't function. They, they fall into two categories, yeah. people whose lives are screwed up, which has nothing to do with their mental illness, <laughs> truly bad things befell them, right. or they're faking it and they just want attention. And Whoa, I don't do anything in my life and I'm so sad. What do I do? Get off your fat ass, you lazy fucking soy boy. And that's why I lose the patience for them. I'm like, oh, I got diagnosed with this. I got diagnosed with that. And you're a fucking loser. Don't forget that. You're a fucking loser. And that's why you're fucking sad. I mean, most... And I'm going to offend some people with this one, but sure, let's go. I mean, Twitter already banned me, so here we go. Most mental issues can be fixed by going to the gym. I said it. Yeah. There you go. Uh, there's some truth to that. There's a lot of truth yeah, to I that, mean, actually. Get off yeah. your fucking ass, lift weights, yes. uh, enjoy the endorphins, enjoy the dopamine, and enjoy the ride of improving yourself. Because improving yourself needs a switch in your mentality about yourself. You won't fix yourself if you don't care about yourself mm -hmm. so the more you start fixing yourself the more you start caring about yourself well and it's not just that though it's that the act of exercise and, and attending to a regular exercise program um has better more consistent effects for most people than yeah. ssris or medication for anxiety or depression mm -hmm. have you studies to they have studies so I, to prove that. Yeah, there's studies to prove that. But the thing what the thing of it is, is it takes about two months for it to kick in. And that's where people like they don't want to wait the two months. They want to take a pill, you know, and they can yep. feel immediate results. But, mm -hmm. you know, just didn't have time. Yep. Have you seen the side effects of antidepressants? Holy oh, shit. God. Dude. Holy God. shit. Sure. And they oh, prescribe yes. that that's stuff. on your own. That's the... <laughs> Am I wrong in like every, anyone I've known who's taken antidepressants? They're depressed. I'm like, shouldn't you be bouncing off the walls and be yeah. happy or something? Like, because well, when I get drunk, I'm a pretty happy guy. Shouldn't shouldn't every psychiatrist, shouldn't every you know therapist, shouldn't shouldn't they be leading with their like record? Right. Oh, I, oh, I, wanna, no, it's not evidence-based when they get how many the therapy. Fights, I wish how many fights does this guy had? How many fights did yeah. he win? How many did he lose? How did he win them? Like that, they want to look at that stuff. They want to see What's that your right, bench? right. So yeah. why why isn't therapists like, hey man, I've had I've served 500 people and only seven killed three themselves. killed themselves. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like well, what are your odds? Like, how many I fixed this many people in, in a year? I fixed this many people in two sessions. Like Dude, well, it's not even just that because that can be tough. I get you want to keep you on the line your entire yeah. life. Keep talking about I, the same problem that you never fix. Just keep right. on it. Let's just keep digging and picking at that scab. 
Yeah. Well, and it's, it's up to the individual to fix their own problem and the therapist or coach is there to just help them in, you know, with them fixing their own problem. But that being said, though, at least having data for their treatment modalities, that would be nice. You know, it'd be nice to say, hey, OK, someone who gets because because they, they make these promises that never really sort of come to fruition. Well, you're really in a bad state right now. We'll put you on medication in six months to a year. You'll be off the medication because you'll do the therapy and you'll feel better. The medication is just to kickstart you and to make you feel better. But more often than not, that doesn't happen. Years later, they stay on the medication and they get worse. They have to go down a rabbit hole of taking more medication and different combinations of stuff because now they're damaging their neuroreceptors. It's catastrophic. Like they've done, you can look at the data on this stuff too. Dopamine receptors with ADHD medication is pretty low consequence as far as permanent damage to the receptors, but things that mess with the serotonin receptors for some reason create a permanent damage situation. And, and that's what you're dealing with is that those receptors get so damaged that they cannot regulate their moods on their own. And now they're screwed, you know, I, and yeah. Well, I was going to say as a, and I'm being deadly serious about, it, I'm not painting with a broad brush. I'm taking a, a, what we would call a macroeconomic view where you look at the nation. But when I was pulling the data for how not to become a millennial and looking at mental health, everything is getting worse. Like the rates are going up, not just the pure numbers, but the percentage of the population that is mentally unhealthy has been going mm -hmm. up, which only proves to me that the psychology profession is, is fraudulent. It doesn't yeah. work. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you, you can make it expanding. They're creating more patients. Creating they are. Yes. Yes. No, because they're money mules. Like, yeah. Well, it's a business. I, I, under, like I understand. Have, oh, that sounds like a condition. You have a condition. You need to go I understand the financial money. incentives That's of what's true. going on. Oh, yeah. What are but, you, an economist or something? Well, I am an economist. <laughs> play one on the internet. Uh, but what I was going to say is, as because where there's a risk in saying, all psychology is bullshit. It's all fraudulent. It's like, no, sometimes you actually do need professional help. You do need, you do have, there is such a thing as mental illness. Um, but when you, when you look at it, it's like, okay, here's the efficacy rates of yeah. this study, this field. And it's like, right. no motherfucker. Like, instead of going to a therapist, which, okay, fine, go in once, get that, whatever. But man, it's up to you. Diet and exercise. It, it like the, the, now, Jack's parents, because Jack's too young, but for me, Paul... And uh, yeah. John, what was the number one thing your mom told you to do? You're in the house, 78 degrees outside. What would she shit? What would she get say? outside? Go she outside, get outside, get, get out of here. <laughs> not, not for her, <laughs> not, for, not for your mental health. She you just know. didn't want to see your ass anymore. Like, yeah, I breakfast, watch my cartoons, and then I was outside. Oh, yep. yeah, you got you, you got kicked out. At lunchtime, and I would, I would, you know, wherever I was, I would hear, and I'd come in and eat, and then I'd head right back. Get out back outside and play. That's right. Yep. Yep. You kick a kid outside yeah. now, and like hey, he cries on the like know. front lawn, and someone calls CPS. Yeah. <laughs> he brings his tablet to the playground. A big part of that schedule for me growing up was because we had the Farmer Five. The Farmer Five. It was the that was the five television channels that we had. That was it. So. Until I was in high school, we had five channels. Hmm. And some days when it was kind of rainy, you got a six like wobbly line channel that played music. You were that, that rich? Was... Wow. You had the six <laughs> wobbly channel. Loaded. 
What's next? You had an Atari? I was you would pick up somehow, and it wasn't like the full signal, but sometimes you would get you would get the music. But like, dude, I'd get the little. You know, I was the era of where like you get like you know the fuzzed out porn station. You could like, catch some of it. You know what I mean? Like that was pretty cool. You cable no, it like, oh. by like it would show you like five seconds and then click off and you're like, oh damn it, you know. That was the best five <laughs> second direction I ever had. Jesus. Did it again. You know what I mean? That's right. <laughs> All right. Hat and clog, two bucks. Jackie, who hurt Cappy? Jack, who hurt me? Well, that is a very yeah, intricate really. question. That yeah. Nobody can hurt Cappy. Long and painful. Yeah. The, right the long here. and short of it is who didn't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Here, why can't why can't you guys be like Steve? You just give me money and you shut the f up. You don't have it. Steve is not my <laughs> favorite a, person. Ba- he's a good guy. Right? Yeah. He's a great some, guy. Just some money, bro. Like just seriously, some bucks. people. Yeah, some people like to talk to their prostitutes, Cappy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I'm on well, fire today. Yeah, you're good, you're good. Well, so psychology. Oh yeah. So psychology. Oh, sorry, go ahead. You want to? I was gonna say, let's, let's do this. I'm not gonna wait for, for you know, what was the Ebert and Siskel? I'm not gonna wait for those two, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> it, we, why we gathered all here today? Uh, because of topic I wanted to talk about, and Ryan says we already talked about, but I don't remember having this conversation, and that is, um, introducing the red pill to younger people, and, and by younger, I mean young boys and not the funny haha sort of way. I'm not talking three year old boys, but. Uh, the problem that we face, I think, Paul, you're here, John. Uh, Not what is it, Jack? What is it now? What I can just imagine you on the playground, like that, that three year old bitch that stole your ball. That's because hypergamy <laughs> doesn't care. <laughs> you should know that. But no, that's that's actually not what I'm talking Don't about. Don't give her your time, bro. But what <laughs> in semen, general, semen retention, what keep stacking Pokemon cards, man. Third grader. Pokemon, Pokemon cards and kickball. Um, <laughs> anyway, but all the advice that we give here uh, will do the best for a man and a woman the earlier they take it. And that was one of the problems I faced with my books because they're largely financial. It's like, look, if you if you major in stupid crap, you've lost, in my estimation, that four years cost you 20. Not mm-hmm. only the four years to take your worthless degree, but then 15 years of wandering in the desert, <clears throat> paying off your student loan debt, and having you to go back to college. Psychological damage of going. Oh, we haven't even got. Yeah, we haven't even gotten to that. You know, yet. Going, through, going through that process and then getting to the end of it and being like, oh, shit, like <laughs> I'm worse off than when I started. Right. And, and that's what it is. It, it can easily take 10 years to recover from a lie. And that could be financial. It could be romantic, marriage, familial, whatever else, <clears throat> or just psychological being told lies about your environment. Mm-hmm. And it would do a hell of a lot of good, almost like a, what, a chicken pox vaccination or whatever vaccination to give kids when they're when they're younger to do that as early as possible so that going forward, they, they don't suffer like we did with confusion. And when they get older, Uh, the problem that it runs into is, I don't know about you guys, but it churns my stomach and pisses me off. When you see some single mom slur at a protest, dressing their son up with whatever propaganda or political thing, you know, little three or four or five year old Mm -hmm. child. No, me too. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't do that even on the other side of the aisle. I yeah, don't. you don't because we have My we have thing, etiquette. Have yeah, there's yeah. there's principles, and like I don't want to go in to a, a middle school or a grade school and start shoving politics or 
yeah. whether that's right leaning financial or yeah, yeah, I don't want I want them to be fucking kids. Here's dude, they're doing it though. And that's, I know. that's the thing. they're they're mm -hmm. doing it. And that's the 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 oh look, the uh, uh our our hot Canadian model friend is here. Where he needs to be in his uh what is it, a dress shirt, underwear, and sunglasses and socks. You know, I can't like, beat Bruce Springsteen over here. Let's just face facts. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but anyways, as saying though that they are doing, mm -hmm. see, that used to be a drive like back what you right you might remember uh, Cappy and uh, possibly John too. When I was a kid, they they drove towards critical thinking. The words critical thinking came out their mouths a lot, and that was the idea was that well we're gonna teach them how to think. And then they're going to make decisions for themselves and stuff. And that was the idea. They've moved completely away from that yeah. into, well, we're just going to tell you what's right and what's wrong yeah. and what's right for a bunch of academics and teachers and stuff yes. like that is very left leaning and is very you know, woke stuff. And it's very acceptance movement, but then yeah. getting into rumors not really accepting, you know, a cisgender male necessarily. And then, but being very accepting and shoving down people's throats, ideas uh, about gender identity and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And mm -hmm. I've um, had to deal with that with my son and in, in the school, which is why I pulled him and homeschooled him for a period. Um, that's not easy, you know, um, but you do it because you do what you have to do. You have to combat and counteract the stuff that they're delivering in these yeah. schools at home. Hey, you have to. Well, and that's, it's part of this, you know, with the, uh, talking about whether or not to teach the red pill. You man, we we all know that you can't like force red pill on somebody. You can't take it to them. They have to come looking for it. But at the same time, with the kids, if you're not actively teaching them red pill stuff, like the other side is constantly bombarding them. Right from their from okay. the TV shows, from the schools, all this shit in Hollywood, music, it's bombarding them. And Do you guys remember when you were in active, school? If you're not actively like, you know, I watch my show, I watch the cartoons with the kids, and I'll stop the cartoon in the middle mm -hmm. of the thing. Like, this is fantasy. This is bullshit. This isn't the way anything works. They're just having a poke and having some fun. You guys understand that, right? Like, I'll make sure they understand that this isn't real or this is a fake or these people are psychos. Like you just can't let it, you just can't let it slide. You can't just be like, oh yeah, watch whatever you want to, and then go into another room and do something. Like, now here's a role model, Patrick Bateman. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's like not an option. So like you, you have not to like actively put yourself there and make sure like you're talking about stuff. Yeah, you, know, you just you have to present like, the idea. I made a point to show them about the uh, the 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 swimmer, the, the national champion swimmer. Right. Right, because that's just obviously that's just obvious. It's obvious. But what the, the question I would have though, see, you guys invest in your children. Their children have their fathers available, and this mm -hmm. what I we're essentially doing is we're doing the job as a fathers because I know we we pick on woman ain't shit. Am I right? Single moms, ha ha ha. But right. man, like for every one of you guys, like Fitch or John, I'm sorry, Fitch or uh, Paul, um, there's like. 50 dads who are non-participatory whether they're in the house or, or, or not. Do they sit back and let the woman run everything well, and, or the teachers or yeah, no, or no they don't yeah. they don't look over you know like That's paul you said no i'm taking my son out of out of school and we're going to do the homeschooling dude 
less than one percent of the fathers would do that. So right. we have well, they now can't do a lot of them. They they don't fuck them. I'm, I'm fortunate. There we go. Kids. Fuck no, them. Here, I'll put it this way. <laughs> oh, not why kids. Do, oh, damn it. Why do you early morning cappy have to invest in somebody's kids more than he fucking invests in them? Because that kid's going to come judgment? knocking on your door with a little red book. He's just making Look, the point. Like, kill but chances ass. are he's yeah. going like, to do exactly what the stupid is doing. Let Ryan finish. Let Ryan finish. Yeah. Go but ahead. But honestly, like we talk about, like, don't date single moms because you don't want to have to take care of the kid. It's not yours. And now all of a sudden everybody's sitting here. It's like, we got to save the children. It's like, fuck the children. And yeah, they're going to be criminals later on. But guess what happened to this generation? They already are that. <laughs> and we're surviving. Right. Yeah, dude, well, the, the latchkey kids of the 80s and 90s, tons of wee shit growing up. Now all these kids are up and they're growing adults. And what are they doing right now? Clary, half of your videos are pointing out the stupid shit they do. You wrote an entire book on it about yeah. not to be like that. And right. the world keeps turning. Just fix yours. Blame like you said, Cl John had the best approach I've ever seen to this. I don't know. Raise your kids like you're involved and you give a shit. And I'm like, that's so novel. It just might work. <laughs> right. Know? But none of us, none yeah. of us are here. Let me yeah. explain why all of us are here. Yeah. Uh, all of us are here is because in the past, our parents, among with society and teachers, failed to educate us about some basic shit, whether that's finance, girls, uh, the point and purpose of life and all that. Yep. The, yeah. That machinery is going to continue to mass produce boys and girls who are fed lies given an operating system that does not work in the real world. And if we decided to fuck the kids, you know, who cares about that crap? I don't give a shit. That's, that's uh, an academic point, but we don't do that. Obviously oh, no, we no, no, do no. care because we're here. It, I know. Okay. It's a practical point, but I'm also pointing out yet. We're still here. Like why'd you write the Fook files, Brian, uh, Ryan? If it's there, if you want it, I wrote it because okay. I wanted to write a book. If uh, some kid saves his life from it, that's great. But I can't have that covert contract where I'm writing this to save lives. And if, if they don't come once a week sending me a comment how I saved their life, then that's just garbage. Screw it. I, don't they know that's the script that I had in my head and they have to fulfill it? It's like, I don't know, consulting. You've been a consultant before. You know the deal. You're not paid to fix a company. You're paid to tell a company what they need to do to fix itself so they can roundly ignore you and say something else. You'll never make it as a consultant if you have to expect the outcome from somebody. Like you can't change that. Same as a doctor. I can't I can't make you stop smoking. I'm gonna tell you though, if you smoke, you're gonna die. And you're right. Oh. But I mean, as a kid, did you ever oh. listen to teachers? I never did. Wait, I never so, gave yeah, two shit they said. The These people are listening to the teachers. That's what they're though. There is every example of somebody who did listen, every crazy person plastered on the media. Like no, that stupid see, uh Remember Drag Queen Storytime, how that's been how for 10 years, every conservative's thrown that out like it's the, they're coming after your kids. It's I, like if I there would, was a I, second okay, example, they'd have posted Ryan, it. I would agree with you if I didn't write the uh, How Not to Become a Millennial and looked at the book and saw just what yeah. happened to that generation. Okay, might yes. I add to this? I'll tell you how it Wait, happens. Go ahead, Jack. Mm. Yeah. Might I add to this? Well, I knew Ryan was going to say this because... Well, <laughs> Because he's not, obstinate. Well, not that he's predictable or anything, but he's right. It's like, they're not our kids. Uh, John, Paul, they're your kids, of course. And it's very good that you pay attention to them because most dads don't. Cappy was right about that. But the thing is, and as you two do as well, lead by example. Cappy, you say the teachers are indoctrinating them. You, my dear friend Cappy, have more followers than most of these idiots combined. Right. Your entire 
big I don't nerds. have Rely. these kids for eight hours a day for 13 no, years. No, but though. yet, where do they end up? Reading right. your they book. End up, they end up here because they hit puberty and they want to get the girls. That is the only catalyst by which they start questioning the brainwashing and the bullshit they got because they want to get when they're not getting the girls. Right. You cannot I'm, beat biology in the end. I, and I know, but how much pain and agony did the old timers go through? Like, Good. Not even, not even about the girls. Just like, why does this bitch of a fucking fourth grade school mom hate my guts? Like, lady, get the fuck. Okay, fine. Yeah, women, girls can do everything. Like, th they're not just lying about how to get the girls out. They're lying about. Hey, for God's sake, they're lying to these kids about their gender. Like, oh, you might like licking this type of genitalia. And <clears throat> I am okay, not saying that, that this is our responsibility. I'm thinking, like, dang, man. It there's okay if we want to be Machiavellian about it, there is a profit opportunity for Ryan Stone to I think. Oh, that's well, good kids. straw man, sir. That's <laughs> 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 that's not, that's not even what I meant either. But it's kind of mm. like okay when when the kids start trying the whole diddling way and things like that. As a parent, which I am not, but I would advise you stand up to that shit. Lead by example. You can't well, force Rolo's book down a five-year-old's throat and tell her little Susie next door is a bitch. But you well, can let me throw a sample. Yeah, so, so let me throw a little insight, though. It's things I wouldn't know if I didn't have an 11-year-old who's going through the process. Like, I really wouldn't know it. And one thing is that, again, back to indoctrination, it's very subtle and normalized. It's not the things that kids would question and sort of go against it's not the same thing as like when parents told you not to do pot and you're like well maybe i should try pot anyway right it's i'm not talking about that it's the subtle ways of presenting the world and normalizing a, a sort of ideology in how that presentation is there and then they're not having an alternate and parenting now i mean parenting is difficult in a, in a sense, because more, I feel like in some ways more so now than it was before, because before did, did parents really pay that much of attention? No, no. they went to work, you know, mom's like, get your ass in here, dinner's ready, you know, and that's what happened, right? It was just that, you know, Latchkey and kids, then, yeah. yeah, and then, and then they sort of, you know, they, they directed them, but kids kind of <laughs> after a point. After, you know, once they started getting in social circles and schools, more or less raised themselves with this umbrella of values that per, that parents had. And the influence they had was more through example rather than what they told them. But nowadays, though, kids are getting indoctrinated through their media, through cartoons that they watch, through screen time and the stuff that they're, the video games are playing, that the, all these little things are presenting a particular view of the world that's setting themselves up for failure where we didn't have that level of technology and indoctrination when we were kids. We didn't have that. We played ball outside and some kid got mad, another kid punched him and we figured oh, we it out. We watched eight hours of TV. Let's face facts. <laughs> well, I mean, but yeah, I, I got kicked outside a lot, but, but I mean, uh, even, even, but even the, the, the TV programming though, that we watched back then was different now. Like there's the, a effort, with art i'll say artist people in hollywood people who make you know the cartoons the stuff the kids entertainment all that there's an effort to instill their value system 
through these channels. And you just, you have to now directly pay attention and combat that by making alternative points of view available. Like I have my kid, I'll make him watch certain things on just like, you know, what was it? Uh, it was Edgar, the exploiter cartoon, for example, which is a libertarian idea that talked about, you know, minimum wage, something like that. It was put together like a cartoon and I would make him, I make him do these little, little assignments, reading some of the classic books that bring up problems and ideas that Maxwell he's just not going to get. Fuck files. You know, why yeah, would you give files. my shit to kids? Are you crazy? So, <laughs> he's been reading fuck files since uh, since last year. No, but really, but but just like you know, some of the classics and just things that we got exposed to that are being censored out now, and it's all it does is just present a different viewpoint or idea, and he then uses his own critical thinking to challenge some of these things in school, and that's that's kind of what you have to do as a parent nowadays. And, and a lot of parents still don't realize that because their parents just sent them to school, sent them to their friends or extracurriculars, and things sort of worked out. But there's just a lot more bullshit now that we have to com combat against. That makes sense. My, mine's yeah. more of a more – these are all true. But And I know Ryan. He's like, let the kids burn. Oh, they're on the – That's and not I, what I, I said. I, 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 I'm, I'm simplifying it. I know. I know. <laughs> Ryan I, stabbed I, a baby yesterday. With a Canadian icicle. Dude, I'm drinking. I'm drinking like the driest martini ever. So bring it. In really? The morning, Did you know it. every time Ryan smiles, a child falls? <laughs> no, it's not my point. It's not point is not to make money off of it. Though. The point is not to like fuck it. Let the kids burn. My yeah. point is, you have a certain sphere of influence in the world. It's the serenity prayer. Take the strength to change the things you can change, the uh, the courage to, or whatever, that accept the things that you can't, and the wisdom to know the difference. Mm. I cannot stop Hollywood child diddlers from throwing woke cartoons on TV. Mm. But I can't can stop. I can't stop my lazy fucking neighbor from like ignoring his kids to the point. Dude, I used to live in Edmonton back when I first got out of college, and the neighbor, some divorced chick, had like a I don't know, like an eight year old daughter or something like that. And she, I used to have my family over at the time. My sister at the time was eight, I think. And so she used to come over the time and play with her. And it's like, hey, they have some fun times. They play with my Super Nintendo. I'm like, whatever. It's kind of messed up that you have basically a single guy living next door and you're sending your daughter to go play with him all day because he has kids over there. But that sounds worse than it is. But the point is, it's like people just don't raise their kids. And they just like have a level of disinterest in this kind of shit to the level that I can't fix it all. And if you try to pick up all these stray cats, all you're going to end up with cat shit in all your places. So No, but you so know what let you me, are let me... doing, though? Inadvertently, just real quick, sorry. What yeah, you're doing, do. though, what you are doing, though, which is really good and how you're having a really positive effect is you're teaching men how to manage their relationships better. And then that trickles into how they present that information to their kids. And so it is, it is a, an effect that you're having. And, and that's a good thing. You're sure. right. You can't go. Yeah, play an example, that. write a good book, yeah. make a good video, yeah. uh, right. How many books do you have, Aaron? Oh, I Two, don't know, ten. three, ten. Jesus. I've only bought one of them, man. You got to market better. Mm. Bitch has two. I've, I've read one. You have five, ten. I've read one. He blames He's running you like that five books. <laughs> <laughs> I've no, read Rich's all of Rich's books. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, that takes like an afternoon, if that. Yeah. Fair like, point. Fair point. <laughs> but like, that's the point. It's like get yours and lead by example. 
That's the best you can do. If you're going to start worrying about all the kids in the world, you're no better off than Karen because you can't save all the kids in the world. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not a dad, so I can't speak for that. But for the guys who do have kids, like be like a hawk on your kids. Like don't be a helicopter parent or whatever, but watch the content they're watching and use the knowledge you have. Kid diddlers in Hollywood. You know what? Disney Plus, cancel that shit. Mm. Here's an old DVD box of the Flintstones. What, and let cigarette me, ads let me, and everything. Nice. <laughs> let me let me focus what I'm more thinking about because yes, I know we can't save the world. I'm above all people are, you know, I, uh, what's the word? Uh, you should know or, better. I oh, I know, I know, I know. And I'm not saying we go in at and at five year olds and have a chat with little Jimmy and like, hey, now Rolo's going to be reading Red Pill story time or whatever <laughs> after um, the the transgender story time or whatever. What about, for example, a male equivalent of Teen Vogue? Do you guys remember all the girl magazines, the, the teenage magazines? This is, of course, be puberty, post-puberty. The girls would read whatever, Cosmo or Teen Cosmo, and they said mm -hmm. nowadays it's Boldy or Salon or whatever. That's what I'm saying. You're targeting younger men, boys, like, say, 12, 13, where now the hormones are kicking in and they're going to pay attention. I'm not saying we could do anything about – Oh, yes, uh, you know, Marxist, socialist, feminist, uh, multi-gender type of indoctrination. Little boys and girls are going to get if you know, first, second, third, fourth grade. But what about because right now, what would you say the reading level of the average red pill book is like, you know, they say it's between this age level. You got to be what I'd say 20, 25 to start picking up on some of that red pill stuff, like especially yours, Ryan. Yours is not yours is not a, your average 18 year old kid is going to miss about 70% of the points you're making in your book. Well, yeah, but I don't like treat the audience like an idiot. Like, you know, I'm sure you've seen that rule where right to an eighth grade reading level. Mm -hmm. I was just like, fuck that. And it, it, that's a bias on my part. The military always taught to the lowest common denominator and I hated it. Yeah. And I made an effort to never do that again. Right. But you're right. Most, yeah. most Manosphere books that they write out as their merch thing are all like, you know, writing as if it's highlights for children. Is that an American reference or a Canadian reference? Uh, I think it's Canadian. Well, let me uh, yeah. It's like a children's though, book, basically. But again, back to we can we can we can do our audience and guys in the chat. If, if you you know put a number one or say something, <laughs> if you agree with this, like for real, there's a lot of dads in the chat who are like, OK, I have all this knowledge. What do I do as a dad? Like, they're like, how do I deal with my daughters growing up in this? How do I talk to my sons? You know, they want to know that information. A lot of, I get that a lot. And that's why I've done videos on directed towards basically some of the damage that can happen to women with the, the decision-making that's being promoted to them, you know, mm -hmm. running through notches and treating relationships like they're transactional um, sexual relationships when they're younger. And some of these things that damage them later for having healthy coping mechanisms in long-term relationships, which is what they ultimately want by the time they hit 30. It's like, I do those videos because dads get them. And then they go, okay, I've had a lot of them show their daughters that stuff or at least find their way as a dad to present that information. And that that's where we can really, you know, have that influence because a lot of guys are like, dude, what do I do? You know what I mean? Right. But okay. Not everyone is you or Fitch is a dad. That's my whole point. Well, we, what level of idiot like, are we talking let me, about here? Let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> he, he, I think he made a point. Like, if, if, if 
we don't reach out and try to, to through the fathers is what you're saying. Then you end up yes. getting like a bunch of Antifa guys <laughs> running around. <laughs> okay. So the there's city or your business, you know. So we that, reach. That, that, uh, that's like the downfall. It's like yeah, it's right. great that there's me and Paul taking care of our kids, but there's a lot of a lot of shitty shitty parents out there who are really fucking their kids up, right. and it's only gonna fuck up the rest of society. Right. And so let me let me draw another analogy in parallel. Okay, so I wrote the uh, uh, Ryan, I know you think I have three books, but I wrote another book called The Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty. <clears throat> that is four. What? I know I know it's good. I'm just laughing at the title. <laughs> well, that's what it's for. It, I wasn't going to write The Black Man's Guide to Poverty. It's like, oh, here's how you make yourself poor. <laughs> that's the Democratic write. Party plan. That's the Democrat Party. They got the yeah, playbook. Yeah. They're much Ryan Stone's Pregnancy them. Guide. <laughs> <laughs> But the whole point is maybe I'm the only one who kind of cares. But don't you get kind of care? Like, okay, these guys have been lied to. Black community since when did to you say, have a heart? Will you shut up and let me make my point? There was money to be made there. There's your answer. All right. Here's a group of people that have been comprehensively in totality lied to. The consequences of them having erroneous information means they make wrong decisions that do not have any effect in the real world. Consequently, mm -hmm. you're poor. And I basically gave, I'm like, okay, these guys were screwed over. Here, here's a book for your average black man in America to get out of poverty, assuming that you are in poverty. <clears throat> it's kind of the same thing here. The average kid, average boy is lied to, doesn't have a dad around, even if the dad is there. The dads themselves are a bunch of fucking soy wit pussies. Um, then they get to the I, I hate to say this. I just gonna Jack's never gonna fail. These kids kind of need our help. And yeah. not not only for moral reasons, but they could turn into little red pill soldiers in the future if we all want to have a profit instead of something beyond helping them. But don't you think we ought to like wouldn't you have liked it if some older father figure or brother figure or uncle figure came in and said, hey, kid, here you go. Here's a book for the average eighth grade boy. Not waiting until you're out of college, you're in debt. You're fucked up because all the girls you dated were a bunch of psycho-feminazi psychopaths that were in training since kindergarten. Or you get a divorce, and then you look at for the red pill when you're 30 freaking five. Why not start at 15, 20 years earlier? But, agreed. Okay, all right. So I know what Ryan's going to say about it. Okay, right. I, 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 do, I, I no, think I do, so. What does Ryan I like say? putting things in Ryan's mouth. It's the funnest episode ever. <laughs> that sounds horrible. But I think I know what you're going to say. I like putting things in Ryan's mouth. I'll Ryan's be in mouth. Two weeks, Next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> How much can I, we fit? I've had that. I have been sitting there as a teenager with some 43-year-old man telling me, hey, sit down. Let me tell you some shit. And I hated those conversations. Because it was always okay, some guy. He was basically things. unloading. Is like wisha shoulda woulda coulda fucking stories on me. Don't ever trust it. My bitch ex wife was this. My stepdad gave me that speech after the separation, and I've never felt so awkward in my life. And I was a nineteen year old man, and he's telling me the you're not an old man till you beat the shit out of your old man. And they told me the story about how he put his dad in the hospital. And I'm just saying, from my experience as a kid, if I get some forty year old dude telling me how to live life, and I look at him, and I don't think. If I was in this life, I'd fucking love it. So the point of this I'm making is, yes, you're right. You have a lot of stuff, Aaron, that's great and it's teaching kids. And to look at you, a lot of kids could be like, I could live like that and that's fine. Most guys aren't doing that. 
Most guys are just downloading their insecurities and regrets in life onto kids. So kids naturally have like a huge, huge distrust of any older dude telling them how to live life. Right. My question is... Now, my my point on this, which is answering your question. Yes, absolutely. Put the stuff out there. This will work for me. It has worked for me. Here's like warts and all, right? Now, I can't be attached to whether some 18-year-old or 23-year-old takes the advice. Because as far as he's concerned, I'm just one of those fucking jackasses at 43 years old bitching about my ex-wife. Down by the river or that kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah, I'm going to make some money. I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to do my best, but I have to be detached from the outcome. That's the only way it works. Otherwise, it's a giant covert contract where, like, here's the question I always ask to guys who are like, let's save the world. And I'll ask this to you, Clay. I'd love to hear your answer. Let's say some guy walks up to you and is like, look, I need help. I need this. I need this. And you give him your books and he reads all your books and he comes back to you and says, this is garbage. I hate all of it. How would you react to that? I'd be like, cool, I got your money. Basically. Right. But that's the point, right? A lot of guys are like, we have to save the children. And then they get fucking mad. Like, this kid, how does he not know? I'm trying to save you from feminism. Fuck. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, I'm not, and you can tell I, it's not about saving the kid. It's about the guy with his eagle. sense of self-importance. Oh, sure, and that's right. the shit I, mean, I want to avoid. We're, but we're not going to do that, Guilty. though. And yeah, you guys aren't. You aren't. Uh, but, John isn't. Because you guys are good dads. And good dads don't get attached to that. They're like, I'm going to give the kids the best I can give them. And they're going to do what they do. And, you know, chips fall where they may. It's like a French uh, saying. What was it? Aaron, you know this. You're an economist where, like, mm. the, the say the truth and let the let the chips fall as they may. I know it's a French saying. Do you know it? Right. Well, I don't know. It, but what, but you know what I'm talking about. Okay, yeah, yeah I'm, I do I'm know done. what you're talking about. But here's why don't we, instead of delivering it, because I don't know. Let me tell you about smoking and not becoming like me, kid. It would be a completely different vehicle, which would be targeted and tailored towards a 14, 15-year-old mind. And that's why I yes. bring up Teen Vogue, which has been around forever. And these girls would always read it. And now, why can't we do something like that? It would it would satisfy, one, you could make a profit off of it. All mm-hmm. right, for those of you who are looking at this from a purely practical Machiavellian standpoint. <laughs> Two, it would be much more effective than, let me tell you something about gray pubes, kid. Dirty, dirty, dirty. Don't marry women are all bitches and whores. That kind of thing. You were 15. Well, what did you think I, about when you were 15? The problem is, I mean, I submitted my article to Teen Vogue about how periods are dirty and you have to get in the shed. They didn't accept it, so I don't know. You know what? I try to tell these kids, and they just don't listen. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> Speaking of which, Paul, yeah, yeah. I'm sure what? you've had some leadership courses in the military. I'm assuming oh, yeah. they're similar to Canada. Have you ever had like the the mentorship uh, section in any of them, like a leadership poll thing? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. The, I'm sure if they said anything like we did at our PLQ, the first lesson is the mentor doesn't pick the mentee; the mentee picks the mentor. Does that jive with what you were trained with? Um, yeah, more or less. We're a little more draconian, which is like listen to your NCO kind of stuff. So oh, he's your enough. mentor now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, no, no, but that's <laughs> the thing. It's, it's this is outside of the chain of command. There's sure. going to be people that come yes. to you because they're like, "Hey, I want to learn this thing. You're something I aspire to in the work wise." And I think that's that's honestly the best approach. Yeah, you can't well, two- tell people how to fix their lives. They have to want to fix it, and they have to true um, uh, resonate with what you're providing. Like the guys well, who are like, I want to live in fucking wyoming and have a dog clary teach me sir teach me so, how do i get the girls this is like a good point that you make and i'll give you a couple of things so the best leadership sort of model that's real simple to talk about here is it was from the uh ranger handbook be know and do notice that tell 
wasn't in there. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's be, know, and do. You got to be the, you know, the competent NCO or person, whatever it is. You got to have the knowledge and you have to do it. You have to do the thing. And then people follow you at, because they see you as an authority because you can be, know, and do it. And it's not because of just what you're telling them. And there's a couple of things. Like, so one is when teenagers are growing up, they're separating their identity from their caretakers. So they're naturally going to rebel against parents because they're trying to get the separate identity. So there's oftentimes you don't listen to parents and you guys can probably all relate to this growing up, but you had somebody that you did listen to that was maybe a speaker somewhere or a teacher, one of your favorite teachers or somebody in sort of your you know, martial arts instructor for me, like a friend, somebody dads, in your, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not directly your parents that you would feel like you could listen to because your dad and your mom, they're still, you know, they're your parents. Right. But that's your mind trying to separate your identity. So, so there's those mentors that do exist and, even as content creators and all of that, we, we can essentially end up can be, be that without even trying to be it. Um, I've had dads just give, you know, their kids, my videos and stuff to just, and they just say kind of like, and it comes from a position of respect of that person's sovereignty as a human being. A lot of times people talk to a younger person, like you're stupid, don't know anything. Let me tell you how it is, you know, and that never goes well. But if it's just kind of like, hey, I'm going to present some stuff to you that you might find interesting. Um, it's, it's, it's helped me. I think it might help you. And then you back off or you tell the idea, whatever it may be, and you let them make the decision. That tends to have a better effect. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm real quick. Does anyone know where Rolo is? How is he praising my book? Is he podcasting somewhere else right now? I thought he was going to be here. <laughs> He's running a new <laughs> podcast. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, at DigiNomad, I know you keep saying, where, send me the link to where he's doing this. Because, like, I do tune into Rolo, and I'm like, oh, Rolo plugged my book or whatever. I'm uh, like, no, I, I think he's doing his band stuff this weekend. So oh, he's probably okay. out there giving, like, the, you know how you give the prep intro to the band? And, like, yeah, guys, come here. And he's probably talking, bye-bye, hypergamy. His first song is called Rage first Against the Rhythm. Hyper- <laughs> Hey, there's, a, there's a comment. There's a comment. <laughs> yeah. I think it's interesting. Uh, Taxa, Taxa Mendoza says, uh, rebellion against parents is not a normal thing. Before 68, there is no such a thing. Is that a new orchestrated with that. thing? The kids, no, that's not true. Kids, uh, <laughs> Sorry, it's just not. Yeah, no, no that's I, pretty I, normal. There's a Socrates it, line about that, where the kids today just don't respect their elders and they're too busy yeah. reading their clayed papyrus and shit from like 2000 B.C. It's, it's a neurological hard. thing. They, they've done this like neuro- neurology looks at it. And when you look at I'm not an early childhood development expert or anything by any stretch, but it's just brain development. And the kid, the, a, kid a baby doesn't have a separate identity from a caretaker. And then as that child continues to grow, part of the process is trying to find out who they are in the world outside of their parents. There's always some degree of rebellion. Now, I could say to that, I forgot his name, his point about prior to 68 is that maybe kids are more respectful to parents. I don't know. I wasn't there. Or maybe they, you know, had valued what their parents' values were a little bit more than they do today, that that could be a thing. But I'm sure that on a, on a, on a brain at neurological level, there was some level of I'm ch- going to try to be different than dad and mom. You know what I mean? Even well, if I remember they greasers them, from the 50s. Mm. Yeah. Those were pretty much the rebels back then. That was before the birth control pills. So we can't really blame that, can we? Right. In the Fonz, he could do everything, man. Yeah. You know? 
everything. Elvis and just <laughs> he could hit. water ski with his coat on. Stay cool, pony awesome. boy. Get out of here with that <laughs> communist propaganda. Good sir. I, I wanted to mention one thing that it, it just to, I think it's important and where we're having an effect on this too. And I said, I can say this for my own life is that, I mean, parenting really is best done by two um, capable parents, you know, a mom and a dad. And so having an ability to have frame in your relationships and pick at least chicks that are capable of being good human beings that you end up having kids with is a huge asset because like, okay, I'm not with my, my ex-wife, but she's not, she's a good person and a good mom and we get along great. That is so, that is such an asset to me. I can't even describe it because I'm busy being a guy which is being on my mental point of origin and trying to work on my stuff. And I have to be a parent on top of that. I couldn't imagine how difficult it would be to do that on my own as a dad. I can't, I can be a good dad, but I can't be a good mother. And so the fact that she's, you know, does her part and, and, and isn't fighting me all the time and all that we work well is, is a godsend. And the fact that my, my chick, my LTR is, is an awesome, like, bonus mom in his life like there's a lot of help that is to me as a parent like and if you don't have frame in your relationships at, or if you're not picking at least decent human beings you know what i mean to have a kids with you're you're making your job so much more difficult as a dad like so much more but that's yeah. one of those things well right like lead by example mm. you have the yeah. knowledge all of us have um written about it, made content about it, you name it, on vetting, on boundaries, you name it. So how do you know a chick is a good mother? Well, that's all up to you. What are your values? Ryan can tell you because he has none. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. Cappy could tell you a couple of things. I mean, Cappy and I both came from a uh, great household, didn't we? And I mean, John is now a father. Paul is now a father. So they can probably tell you like, hey, this is a way to go. This is not a way to go. But after that, after we've made the content, put it out there, it's all up to the guy himself. What do you want and how can you get it? We've told you what we know. We've told you what worked for us. It might work for you. It might not, depending on what you want. But that's all we can do. Pretty we much. can give you the tools. Now you need to apply them. So going and standing in line at the middle school when kids are getting on the bus, handing out flyers and pamphlets. Here's some here's some material for it. That's I know you're option. lonely, Cappy, but no, that's not an option. You're here first, here guys. Go hang out at a middle school all day, <laughs> handing out your phone. No, numbers. but you you have options. You have you have ways to teach though, because like I can I can do uh, you know a wrestling club or go teach wrestling people or track field or, or whatever you could do a summer um a summer economy course for for eight whatever eight to 12 year olds or some shit yeah well i mean like, you could you argue, but Mark, jack murphy you, can't you teach baseball i'm just saying you, you could you could actively go out and like try to market you know that age group. And that honestly that could be very profitable because parents have money that they like to spend on their kids and get their kids out to do stuff. So if you can have like a commuter camp or something, get the kids out of the house 
for a while and teach them about taxes, you might have parents willing to pay you a premium to do that. Dude, we used to have a lot more of that too. Like, do you, you guys are old enough. Do you remember when you were in elementary school, like how many male teachers you had? Like I had a male principal. I had like three or four yeah. male teachers. Yeah, a bunch. And then by oh, high school, and I've asked kids that are in like high school now, like they don't see a male authority no. figure till like 23. It's insane. Wow. It's insane. But I you mean, know why? Just... Here's another story. I used to teach swimming lessons when I was out of high school before I went to college. And I remember like it, yeah, I, I taught fairly well. And then at the end of the day, the last day you have like a play day where the kids just go around and you like body slam into the pool, whatever. And I remember... Uh, my mom told me one day, and I was like 19, she goes, yeah, one of the moms was worried that you were playing a little aggressively with the kids. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I guess she handed her asshole to her, which thank God for that, that I had somebody in my corner. But there's this constant thing that anytime a guy is being a mentor in any capacity to children, mm -hmm. there's always that one fucking Karen who's like, is that an Epstein? And that's scary. And I, I shit well, you not, I think that scared there. a lot of guys. Yeah, that? that's mm -hmm. if you, that's if you're physically there. I'm, but the I'm point just... is, it has a cooling effect. Like, how many guys want to be elementary school teachers now? And how many guys that have been elementary school teachers have had to put up at some point with some accusation of being a a fucking Chris Hansen guest? It's not. It's not even that. It's the. It's uh, man because men don't do things the way women do. Like I, oh, I, yeah, have that has I, have, to be wrong. I have a teaching degree. Like I went through it. Like. Oh, it, you know, it's like uh, wives and mothers complaining about you, you rough half housing with the kid too much. Oh, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that. Like, I remember my my kids, my ex's mother, like from, from birth, I was standing my kid up. I was exercising him. Yeah. You know, and she tried to lecture me about how all her kids' legs were straight <laughs> because she never did that to her kids. <laughs> I wasn't was behaving a, the way a mother was supposed to behave. I already so. know what Aaron's saying. So they're like, <laughs> hey, God, oh, hey God. God, I'm bitch. like, I'm throwing the baby up in the air and I'm, I'm being rough. And like, I, I had some childhood development classes through. through without, through, without through, describing you know, your, your ex mother-in-law in too much detail, without identifying her, ex explain this paragon of a of a woman like what was she like was she happily married for 40 years and in shape Still, was yeah, just they're, a they're, weapons they're great worthless guanta <laughs> <laughs> just very lovely person actually oh, was she? <laughs> but happy vietnam like saved a bunch of people she has an interesting story but, oh damn um, that's cool that's good nice. but no just like not 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 knowledgeable about physical but that's where we balance it out though right i mean that's where we as dads we balance. yeah but that's the thing though is now we have we don't have any men pushing back right. saying like There's no, no balance. this is that's fine this is okay kids need this it doesn't well, happen even from other guys so it's like you're just bombarded by all these these karens like oh my god you can't do that with kids you can't be around kids like no you can't do that you have to do this and then like i guarantee they're forcing this trans bullshit too on these teachers coming through now. So it's yep. like, as a guy, you're going through like, I'm not doing this. I'm not being a part of this. That's why there's no more men in, in, in teaching or education anymore. It's yeah. Ooh, freaking that is horribly feminized. Woke, I went to college to become a teacher. Feminized thing. The whole culture is feminized. Like I'm, I think like 40% of the teachers in my high school were male. I think most of them were, it was a lot of men teachers. Like all the math teachers I had were all male. Like the history teachers I had were all male, you know, PE teachers. So like, mm -hmm. I don't know what's happened. 
But okay, here's the thing. Like, aren't men pushing back or aren't men pushing back on a media level? Kind I, of I don't thing? know. Because you're media, pushing back. Most of it. Paul's pushing back. Probably well, not in the system, though. I'm not, I didn't stay in to teach and be like, I'm going to fight from the inside. I'm just like, screw these crazy people. No, but that's. Yeah, most where guys will you're... do that. I did that. Yeah, yeah screw and... these crazy people. I'm going to go create something else or I don't have to deal with these crazy well, people. Exactly. And that's when you get to the whole serenity prayer thing. Like, give me the knowledge to know what I can change. Well, what can you change? Your home situation who talks to your kids when they're not in school and who filters out the garbage kind of thing. Now, wanting to be a media, wanting to be in politics, Cappy, how many times did you and I talk about this? Do you think any politician is truly happy? No, no, I don't no, think thank any you. is right. No. no, thank you. So what's the male front? The male front isn't in academics. The male front is at home. Learn how to vet, learn how to set boundaries, things like that, the worst decision you can ever make is the wrong woman. So, you know, make a wise decision on that and stand your fucking ground when you have your home front and pay attention to your tribe and your family because maybe the maybe media could, isn't going to save you. Maybe it could be this, Jack, because you, me, and Ryan have something that, you know, John and, and Paul have a family. And, may, and maybe I'm uh, the reason I'm looking for something to do is because we don't have our own kids i also think of this more of a professional approach like well this is kind of my audience that this is what they want and i'm kind of and i it's not to say this is passive but we are introducing masculinity different things through different ways either through fathers or mentoring or teaching classes or getting involved in the community i'm more of the i'm sick and tired of playing defense i'm sick and tired of reacting to whatever feminist nazi bullshit comes in through the schools I want to hoist the flag and start slicing throats. I want to take the war to well, what's them. What's a win for you? What's, what does what a win look win, like? What would be a win is we get a online, uh, uh, whatever community, for lack of a better word, but there'd be oh, a got one. Yeah. Like, what's this? Let me let me let me finish. That isn't dedicated to twenty-five-year-old virgins who didn't get laid in college or divorcees at forty. A specific, it's very simple, like a teen Vogue, except it's online and it targets middle school boys where it's like, okay, here's some basics. Now we don't bring in the politics or the hate or anything like that, but like, yeah, Hey kid, you got it. There's, there's, I don't see anything uh, like that. I see what you on, mean. Like you want to yeah. have like Aaron Clary's blues clues, basically. <laughs> well, maybe not that dumb, but, and I won't lie. Uh, Fine, comfy couch. We'll go with it. If I, if I, if I, uh. <laughs> Comfy. <laughs> Alone time with Cappy. <laughs> Jack's basement. Whatever you want to call it. Oh, <laughs> totally uncalled for. Well, isn't what that one well, guy, the one who's it. like, my dad never taught me this. Remember that guy, Claire, uh, Rolo shit on him a while back. Where he's like, the stuff my dad never taught me, how to tie a tie, how to clean a toilet. Yeah, that, that kind of shit. Kind of like that, yes. Yeah. That guy, I mean, didn't he have like a lot of, of followers? Now, of course, a lot oh, of Oh, the guys trads were, were all over it. They loved it. Well, right. But I'm saying something more dedicated. That That's where the guy's already had his epiphany, where he's like, oh, I got to get a job, and I'm an adult, and I got to find a place to live, and my dad never taught me this basic shit. And by the way, Modern Life John's first course uh, beautifully does that. I'm simply saying, give these kids some kind of resource to go to where 
you know, here he is, he's in the seventh grade and his bitch of a teacher this year is saying the same woman's are great. And the fed paid you this and that. And they're just like, God, you know what? I just want to play with them biddies over there. What the hell do I do? And then there's instead of, cause let's look at Rolo's. I mean, you, that's pretty deep stuff. Rolo, right? You write pretty deeply. This is not digestible. So if there was a, you know how they how not they price books, but they price books for an age. This is for the for mm -hmm. ages three to five. This is for uh, young adult fiction. You know, ages eleven to fifteen type of thing. Right. Why don't we have gap. material out there that is for ages twelve to sixteen? Just as a like like I wish some guy or there was a research that says all this is bullshit. This school is bullshit. The fact that everyone's wearing that type of shirt is bullshit. Yes, you are correct. You are right. And you know what? The solution, we wish we had a solution. You just got to endure this until you get out of high school. Uh, among other things, that's not just women or anything like that. And yeah, by the way, here's these girls and this is what happened. Just to make it so they're not confused. Plus, I don't know about you guys, but I'm so sick and tired of these scumbag feminists and Marxists going into schools and brainwashing the damn kids. And I'm not saying we're going to end it or stop it, but just to have like an alternative for these kids to know like, look, yeah, you know why the hair is going up on the back of your neck and you, your bullshit detector is going off? Yeah, because that fat woman with the pierced earrings and the eyebrows and the, the pink hair and all that who's fat you think is evil, she is evil. She's lying to you. You're not insane. And so maybe that's too altruistic, maybe it's too charitable, but I think it would help a lot of kids, especially young boys, where it's like, hey, look, this is, you don't have to, but that that would be the product. I, I threw a thing in the chat, I yeah. threw a thing in the chat that kind of, because this isn't the first time this has been asked, and Whisper okay. actually had a great uh, piece of content on it, red-pilled content. The whole, uh, uh, why is there so much content for the traditional conservative ideas, that kind of thing, and I know it's not technically what you're saying, but it's kind of aligned with it. The four questions he asked, like, so they're like the idea is their utopia is not your utopia. Right. The idea of the utopia you want may not be the same as other people. So essentially, all you're doing is replacing woke culture with your culture. All right. Uh, they lost the fight. Why would they think they'll win the rematch? And yeah, you're right. Since '68 or whatever the fuck your guy that said there, we thought that these values that you're talking about, the hard work and all that stuff, should win out because they're better, right? Mm. Well, then why are we ended up here? Why did we lose so strongly? to these different sets of values. Third point was a lot of this traditional ideas, they were destroyed by a non-reversible process. And that's talking about how technology and environment matters a lot more than uh, nurture. Okay. And the part that I think that I kind of disagree with you on here, but like, I kind of hope to lose this argument, which is a weird way to put it, but they're not offering to save society for you. They're demanding you save it for their kids. I find everybody who makes these arguments about why aren't we doing this? Why aren't, why aren't you doing this? For my sensibilities. And that's the part that I think is the, the is the why they don't exist. Why is there no blues clues for, for guys that just want to be guys? Well, it's because everybody who says we should have that never does anything. They always say you should do it for me. Well, for my kids. And then the guy that they're asking to do it for, what's the benefit for him? You know, Kibono, what's in it for me? Because incentives matter. You're an economist. I'm not mm -hmm. explaining something you don't know. Where's the incentive for some guy to make his own kids themed middle school themed uh content to teach them to do this certain type of values and what's he going to get for it he's going to be accused of being a pedo 
He's going to accuse of being a trumping anti-vaxxer, misogynist, racist. And he's basically going to have his life... He's going to remove his bank accounts, shit like that. So where's the incentive for any guy to even do this? And until that question gets answered, I don't think you're going to see it. I really don't. Well, I think you're slowly going to see... It's really just a gap in the market right now. If you look at it, how we look at, you know, uh, products and sales and any of that stuff. I'm not a ch- I'm not a children's book writer. You know what I mean? It's it's there's only so much I can do and I'm doing what it is that I'm I'm good at. I feel like yeah. I'm good at. And I, well, but but it's but it's not necessarily like for me to direct it to my messages to like 12 to 18 year olds. It's just not it's not in my wheelhouse right now, but there's somebody I don't out think there, it's though. in almost any guy's wheelhouse is the thing. Otherwise somebody would be doing it. You know what I mean? Sure, mm-hmm. but well, there's reasons why. But see, things happen in a in a in a process, right? Things evolve, and so we've had this sort of woke, gynocentric thing that's been building and building and building, and now you're seeing like this pushback. We're here because of that pushback. So the next evolution eventually is going to go. Somebody's going to go. You know what? I had struggles with my kids. I'm passionate about teaching and helping kids because I'm a dad and a soccer coach and all these things. I'm going to write a book or I'm going to do, I'm going to open a YouTube channel and talk about how to raise, you know, that that's just that gap in the market is there and somebody's going to fill it at some point probably. And because there's now a building need for it, just like there's a building need for our information that we're getting out, that'll happen. I just think it hasn't happened yet. I, don't, I just think it hasn't evolved into that yet. You know what I mean? Well, well then it's well, just a matter of time. We just got to wait and enter so we don't have to do. Right. There are people out there doing stuff with younger people, though. Uh, I, was on, I was on a podcast um, the last few months uh, with a man named uh, Matt Bordreau, uh, and he runs uh, ApogeeStrong.com, and he and it was a bunch of kids, a bunch of – it was like a bunch of 12-year-old-ish kids – asking questions and, and basically red pill topics and how to, how to better yourself. And they were, you know, they're 10 years ahead, 15, you know, years ahead of where most guys are when they for, first fall into the space. So there, there are some people who are, are doing things. Hmm. I mean, Matt Walsh from the daily wire. I mean, raging Tradcon, raging Tradcon, but he is writing children's books. The daily wire is fighting Gillette as a razor company as well they are whatever you think of them they are putting out new content there for that age demographic so it is happening if it's gonna work i don't know but they are alex jones is writing a children's book he's alternative alternative he's out there doing something else I would love to there, read that. Book. I want to read that book. I really do. Hey, here the, from the Alex Pino, rules. He, he brings up a good. He brings up a good point. Uh, Twenty dollars. Uh, my friend, who is a Marine veteran, became a school teacher and tried to get parents to enforce dressing standards, especially for the girls. And he would get accused of, "Why are you looking at my girl?" So he gave up. See, this is this is where it's like, yeah, you got John and you got Paul, but for every John and Paul, you, your average person is dealing with. Read that last right? sentence. Why are you yeah. looking at my no. girl? So he gave so up. He gave up. We give up. Yeah. So yeah. he gave up. up. Where's the okay. problem? So yeah, he gave they, up. You're reprimanding the kid for wearing whatever, and then the parents sees that as a reflection of like, of oh, bad man, parenting. Like a whore. Mm. How dare you call <laughs> me a bad mother? Daughter. You're a pedo. 
<laughs> Hang on, I'm trying to find Sam donated 20 bucks as well. By the way, you are all allowed to donate $20 super chats. That's great. It's no five dollars. Those are career enders. You don't want those, Clary. What's wrong with five? Speak. Okay, fine. Right. That's there, what ended Ryan. Murphy. Jack Murphy got killed by the five dollar <laughs> super chat. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh Burb Sheed, Sheed, five Australian Dow's Apache helicopters are by far the most neglected minority group. Can we get an appreciation day? Uh atheism, am I right, fellas? Eh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sam well, Whiskey. Wrote a book. Didn't they write a book? I'm an Apache. I identify as an Apache helicopter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I Sam Whiskey, swear. 20 bucks. It's easier to convert indigenous people into Christianity than it is uh, to red pill a man on his third single mom. Well, I mean, okay, Cappy, I mean, yeah. you and I have talked about this as well. How many parents actually want to be parents? None. I, I, I'd say like because 5%. You, you 5%. can advertise to that demographic all you want. Most soccer moms got their kid as a medal. I right. now have a child. I can check that box. Right. So, I mean... Which only most makes parents, my argument more. These kids probably need something. Most parents don't give a shit. <laughs> I know. Most parents just don't sure. give a shit. I, I hate to sound like I'm, I won't. Someone please think of the children. That's uh. That, but you I, have I, come full circle. I have come starving full in Africa. Can you believe this? They're starving. Oh my in Africa. god. <laughs> oh my. All right. Finish all your right. potatoes, sir. <laughs> all right. So. Uh. Well, I think we did a good job. I'm now more depressed than I was before. Thank you very much. <laughs> we did it, boys. <laughs> we did it. Any any Man. other? I mean, any other insights i i guess we've concluded no uh, well i mean i i mean i think the the best thing we can do really and parents can do is instill critical thinking and questioning questioning narratives that's the best thing to be rebellious in that sense some, some people think rebellion is uh, not people, but I mean, kids especially, they think rebellion is just doing the opposite of what somebody else is doing. And then they're following somebody else's stupid idea. Mm-hmm. And that's not really the same as using critical thinking and questioning. If, if we can get people just to do that, because that's there's a lack of that everywhere with adults, particularly, you know, if we can start, you know, having that message when people raise their kids, mm-hmm. You're going to see a lot better results, you know, because quite frankly, the narratives and the things that are going on aren't really serving most people in the best way, but they just don't want to question it because it's comfortable, you know, enough for them. And and so if we could just instill that again, that critical thinking stuff, I think that's a good start anyway, you know. Any other final comments? Ryan, how much you hate children? Is it? Fuck them! Kids. I'm not gonna tell you I love children. That's I've already fallen for that. No, no, no. <laughs> that Chris Hansen shit. <laughs> no, uh, fix fix what you can control. You can control certain things, and you realize kids kids aren't just malleable pieces of gold that can be molded in any way possible. Kids generally don't listen to shit. They do their own thing, and they may be influenced. That's fine. And if you're not a better influence than like Drag Queen Story Hour, then whose fault is that? You know what I mean? Some dude's telling you, oh, yeah, shove all the dicks in your mouth. And he's somehow more persuasive than you. That's not a critique on how bad woke people are. That's how much of a critique how shitty of a dad you are. Real, I'm sorry. Ryan, you, Ryan, you got nieces or nephews by chance? I've got a bunch of both. My brother dude, actually just had a kid. You got to be like the coolest, funnest uncle ever. Like cursing Uncle Ryan. <laughs> my one nephew watches my Minecraft channel and he wants to be a streamer when he grows up. And I'm like, because my and my sister, she's a bit of a gong show. So I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll unfuck his stuff. And just give me a call when he turns 13 and he's allowed to make an account. We'll see what we can do. Oh, dear. <laughs> 
Oh my. All right. Uh, yeah. uh, also, Ryan, can you translate that into real currency for me? 27? Oh, just minus 30%. So minus 30. Oh, so yeah, like so that's like 19 bucks. That's this $20 24. super chat in Canadian funds. Okay, cool. Thanks. Thank you very it's much. Just yeah. Yeah. Eh? Eh? Hey. It's just inflation. Yeah. Eh? Justin Trudeau, get it? It's double just, Oh, just mm. inflation. <laughs> that's the big Canadian meme right now amongst the CPC. It's just inflation. Cool. All right, well, let's go through the panel real quick. Paul, what do you got going on? Oh, just go to the channel and, you know, subscribe and watch my stuff. If you're not doing that, you're missing out. Um, I do have an email list, too, which is stuff I can't necessarily or, or don't share on YouTube. That's really good, actionable stuff. No spam. Get on that. That's all the free stuff. Um, and I am doing my Seduction Mastermind uh, group, which is still available. Uh, if you go to apexmindset.net, um, you can book a free consult to interview for it. Um, this is before prices change on the different tiers. So until I reorganize that, we're in the old price pattern. And so, you you know, you can save a little money, work with me one-on-one -on -one for a year to get dialed in on your seduction frame and, you know, girl situations. And that's it for me. All right. Ryan, tell us how much you hate children. <laughs> to keep hammering it home. Look, um. I'm not going to be able to pick on you for another week. It's just oh, please Twitter. do. Go for it. it. I, for once, it's not it's you getting in, picked on. I'm kind of actually person, happy to see in it. In person, it's so much better live. Give right me here. five minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah. That might happen in May, actually. I might be I might be sneaking down to uh, Miami. Really? I, won't, I might not be at any kind of masculine excellence things, but I might just be there for a beer and a chat, you know? Jeez, I might come visit. All right. Uh, uh, Digital Ryan, look, I'm not trying to save the world. I'm not trying to help men's sexual strategy. I provided a lot of information over like 10 years of red pill, plus my own experiences, actual stuff, none like not horseshit theory, not horseshit values, nothing that. just, here's what's been tried. Here's what worked. Here's what didn't. That's the main channel. If you guys don't know that by now, I don't know what to tell you beyond that though. I'm like, okay, that is doing its thing. Let's have some fun. We're sitting here, we're playing just fucking like you said, like help the kids. Well, I got a Minecraft channel. There you go. We're we're talking about this stuff in the chat. We're swapping notes. We keep it super casual. It's actually somewhat fun and engaging. It's something you can leave on in the background during your morning commute. It's somewhat well, mostly family friendly. So if your kid is into Minecraft, then he can listen to this and talk about, yeah, when dating girls, this might not be the best thing for you. And at the very least, it's entertaining for the average 37-year-old man that just wants to play Project Zomboid at the end of the day or whatever. So come check it out. I'll put a link Digital Ryan on YouTube. Digital yeah. Ryan on YouTube. All right. I'll put it into the chat here. All right, cool. So you guys can check that out. It's fun. It's whatever. You know what? Red Pill, it's only going to be able to preach to you so much. At some point, it has to entertain you with some stuff that's not woke. So we're, we're on that. We're on that track now oh, i, I appreciate yourself. the new yeah the channels that aren't all analysis and all that okay Tropic post Thunder, what do you got chat. going on <laughs> yeah check out uh i i started the uh the clips channel i got the clips channel going jfkn uh clips check it out it's clips of my podcast and uh they're really funny it's great great entertainment cool jack are yes. you on any platforms that you haven't been kicked off yet or what yes i am actually oh, i am okay. i am on youtube and uh i mostly talk about strength training related stuff mostly the basics because a lot of guys get that wrong so if you want to get your lifting life in order go to my channel go subscribe the Truthcast on tuesdays and i have my flagship podcast with rob says former masculine geek everyday normal man red pill stuff 
swapping notes, things like that. Jack, Blue collar worker. Jack, and a, is you gotta go on this thing and you gotta talk about yourself. You know what I'm saying, Jack? It's, it's all right. It's okay. Is I that a Dutch accent? Yeah. No, no that's it's, wrong. it's verb. <laughs> but I also haven't, uh, since I got banned off Twitter for, uh, I mean, the, everybody opposes the don't say gay bill. Here I am saying gay in a euphemism and I get banned. It's like, eh, what do you want? It's like, yeah. But I also have a mailing list. You can get all that and you get the exercise performance course for free. Uh, six videos on how to perform the most important exercises. Link to all of that is in the chat. Cool. And then uh, I got my new book coming out probably this week. Uh, got through editing, and now I got to make the font look pretty. So The Menu, Life Without the Opposite Sex. It's a very cheery, rosy topic. Um, I gave a copy to the great one to read. He's like, I've never read anything so depressing. And he's pretty dark to begin with. <laughs> I was very proud of myself. I'm like, wow, this is going to be great. So that's going to come out later. But then uh, otherwise, you can find all my books on Amazon. That includes Batch of Pad Economics, Curse of the High IQ, Reconnaissance Man, Worthless. And, uh, of course, the black man's got out of poverty. And then if you got questions, you go to assholeconsulting.com if you got any specific questions there. All right, that's it. Thanks for joining me, guys. Uh, Jack, Thank take us out. Thank you for having out. me. Toodles.